All right. So our scripture this morning, as we have been reading for the past four weeks, comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 8, uh, verses 4 through 15. While a large crowd was gathering and people were coming to Jesus from town after town, he told this parable. A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path that was trampled on and the birds ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground. And when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than was sown. When he said this, he called out, whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. His disciples asked him what this parable meant. He said, the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you but to others I speak in parables so that, though seeing they may not see, though hearing they may not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those along the path are the ones who hear, and then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rocky ground are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in the time of testing, they fall away. The seed that fell among the thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature. But the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering, produce a good crop. This is the word of God spoken to us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Friends, it's so good to be here with you all today, and I'm grateful for the gift of technology that we are able to at least share together in a word and prayer with one another, uh, absent of being together in the Christian community and in the church, but knowing that the Spirit of God is what brings us together. This morning, we're going to be wrapping up our sermon series on the Gospel of Luke, chapter 8, the parable of the sower. Over the past four weeks, we've looked at this parable and in a sense, we have seen that in Luke's gospel, it's at the very middle of the parables and teachings of Jesus. In fact, in Luke 8, Jesus said these words after he delivered this parable before explaining it further. He said, if you don't understand this parable, you won't understand any of them. Later in Luke 8, verse 18, he also tells his listeners that we are to consider carefully the things that we hear from him so that the word, the word of God will change us, will change our lives and will be transformed by his power and his presence. My goal in having us spend five weeks in this parable of Luke 8 was to get us focused on an intentional and deeper way that we might look at a passage of scripture that can provide us so many different messages. There's the seed in the word of God and the seed is sown and it's received depending on the condition of the field and depending on the condition of the heart. Jesus wants us to see how important it is for us to, to cast the seed, to share the gospel of his to all the nations. And we're to do so without predetermining how the seed or how God's word will be received by others. It's our job to spread the seed, to provide evidence in the way we live our life of faith, and to bear fruit from our journey with one another in our relationship with Jesus. It's our job to spread the gospel in the way that we speak, 
in the way that we serve and in the way that we live. It's not our job to predetermine or to weigh how someone will receive the gospel. We can only be accountable for the way that we share the gospel, for the way that we live according to the gospel, for the way that we receive the gospel and allow it to change our, us. It's not our job to determine how the others receive the Great Commission. They just, we just have to make sure they receive it. In addition to talking about how each seed is sown, Jesus also lists different conditions of the soil and how each condition receives the seed differently. In his first example, Jesus talks about a pathway that has formed in the field and the way that the seed falls on the pathway but is unable to do anything else. As I've said, I think the first thing for the pathway instance is it's important for us to recognize and to realize that Jesus does not criticize the existence of a pathway. Pathways are a necessity to get in and out of the field, to plant, to weed, to harvest, and to do whatever else needs to be done. Pathways happen. Where pathways are a problem is when the seed falls on them and the seed has nowhere to go. It's blown away or snatched up by birds the seed doesn't even begin to grow because there's no way it can get into the soil and receive what it needs. And Jesus compared this to our hearts and the word of God. In our spiritual lives, we need to be aware of the risk of becoming hardened to the word of God because of our familiarity with it. Our hearts become hard. Our hearts become hard to the Holy Spirit. And like the seed on the pathway, we quickly lose the word of God or it's quickly taken by the evil one away from us so that we're not focused on it or thinking about it or considering it carefully as Jesus says in Luke 8 verse 18. We're unable to root ourselves in the faith, let alone attempt or even start to bear fruit. In his second example, Jesus speaks about a shallow soil that's laid on top of a rocky sublayer beneath. And when he says when the, the seed falls on that soil type, it quickly grows until it runs out of everything it needs and the sun comes out and it requires more water and nutrients and the seed has already used everything up. The plant has used everything up. And so the plant quickly dies. When explaining this part of the parable, Jesus compared it to those who hear the word of God and they quickly jump into the faith. They experience the joy of Christ. They immerse themselves into what they're doing and, and they're involved in the community of faith. And everything seems to be growing great until there's some challenge or there's some sorrow that comes with repenting, with realizing they need to give things up. And then they vanish. Rather than going further in the faith, they choose to remove themselves from the faith because of the change that it might bring and require of them. So they wither and they stray and they fall away. In his third example that we looked at last week, Jesus speaks about the, the seed that fell into the thorny uh, soil, the, the soil that had thorns growing. In this field, the seed germinates and grows alongside the weeds. However, the good plants are constantly battling the bad plants. The good pants may be growing, but they're fighting to get every bit of what they need, whether it's sunlight, water, nutrients. In this field, there are good plants growing amidst the weeds, but when it comes to harvest, nothing is there. All that is there is an unhealthy plant among the weeds that does 